Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Future Film Podcast. Uh, this is your host here, Robert Fitzhugh. This week, we are talking to the very talented Beck Williams about uh, the film Felix, which was the winner of the Best Fiction at this year's Dublin Smartphone Film Festival. Uh, Felix is a comedy drama slash thriller, um, but more comedy, uh, centering around a, um, a man trying to figure out uh, what happened uh, the night before and maybe not necessarily liking where it leads him. Uh, it's a great chat. We talk about the trials and tribulations of shooting on your phone. And we also talk a little bit about comedy and the challenges that come uh, with that. Uh, so it's a very interesting chat and I look forward to people hearing it. Uh, as always, this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, SV Assets. SV Assets uh, offer quality uh, high optic, uh, sorry, high end lenses and accessories. We we're lucky enough to use these at one of our classes the other day and they are truly excellent uh, lenses and cases for all the different types of um, uh, phones out there. And they really offer uh, a good chance for anyone who is not maybe familiar with using lenses, uh, a, a really quality way in uh, to using them uh, in their cases or daily. They kind of have wood on them and stuff, so they look really stylish. Uh, so step up your game and stay ahead of your competition, as well as boosting your confidence with these premium lenses. Uh, so that's SV Assets uh, by content creators for content creators. And uh, thanks to the guys at SV, uh, they've kindly given us a, a discount code, which will give any one of our listeners um, a 25% discount on all of their products. Uh, you can log on to their website uh, under www.capturethemoment.se. And if you use the uh, sponsor code Dublin25, that'll give you 25% off their lenses. And that is a savage deal. And uh, very thanks to those for that. Uh, okay, so enough of the ads. It's time to chat. Uh, hi Bex, thanks very much for joining us on the pod. How are you today? I'm good, Rob. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Great. Whereabouts in the world are you calling us from? Uh, I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, nice. So it's what, 10 a.m. there? Yeah, 10 a.m. Nice. Have you got a busy day ahead? A little bit. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, and uh, I'm enjoying the weather. I know it's uh, it's California, so it doesn't get too cold here, but uh, oh. I'm enjoying what cold that we do have. <laughs> I kind of like wow. a little bit of cold weather. Nice. Send some of that uh, warm weather this way. Although it's lovely. Okay. I was just out walking my dog for an hour and it was nice and cool and it was lovely. But um, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. I'm, I'm really just today I'm talking a bit about, I want to talk about Felix. Congratulations on winning. The audience absolutely loved it. Brought the house down. Um, oh, thank so you. So I kind of wanted to chat to you a bit about Felix and uh, kind of how that came about. I have known Ian uh, for a very long time uh, through social media. So it was very nice to meet him at the event. Um, oh, yeah. but, uh, could you tell us a bit about Felix and how that came about? Absolutely. So, um, I knew I wanted to shoot, uh, on my phone, uh, and I, you know, originally was trying to get another project off the ground for like about a year and we kept running into scheduling issues because we kind of had a bigger, uh, you know, small budget with a bigger kind of crew and everyone was coming together to kind of create a passion project. Um, and eventually it just was kind of, you know, off the table for long enough that we didn't know when it was going to be able to get started again. And I thought I, I have, to, I want to do something I want to create. Yeah. Um, and I, I know that we have these amazing smartphones at our, <laughs> at our fingertips. Um, and so I was, I was determined to make something and, you know, I thought, okay, I have a tool here that I can use and I feel like I can, even if I have to do it solo, uh, I'm going to, you know, so a crew of one, I, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. So I started brainstorming and uh, the first thing 
that I that I kind of came up with was uh, I kind of used my I guess my limitations to guide me creatively, which is kind of nice. cool. I mean, uh, you know, sometimes we think, oh, I can't do that, I can't do that, but it honestly turns into something uh, better for you yeah. sometimes. So, or it's like a so challenge. I exactly exactly yeah. it's a challenge, and sometimes and, and it and it kind of brings about things that you may may not have thought about before. Yeah. So. Uh, so I, I, the first thing was sound. I was like, I'm going to be doing something mostly on my own, not relying on like a crew really. Um, so, so just uh-huh. before you get into that, you'd never made anything on your phone before. No, I mean, I, I've shot like a couple, like I did like a little promo thing once or that, that's yeah. pretty much it. I never did anything cinematic. With like cinema with dialogue and all that sort of stuff. Okay. So, right. all right. Nothing. Uh, right. Nothing cool. That's, like that. There's a challenge for you right there. Uh, so how did you tackle the sound thing then? Absolutely. Well, um, yeah, sound, I think, is one of the hardest parts um, on set, especially, you know, mixing it, it, just everything. If the sound is off, it's just not going to work. Um, I think that's one of the key elements you have to get right. So I was thinking, um, what if I did something that I didn't need sound on set and I could do everything, you know, ADR pretty much? Yeah. Um, And so that got me thinking about uh, a character kind of breaking the fourth wall. Um, narrating us through some memories um, and being, as it turns out, an unreliable narrator yeah. <laughs> and, and I, and, and kind of voicing for everybody else. And it just kind of created the style that I got excited about. Um, and then I thought, and the, the story just kind of came from there, sort of a mystery of like, okay, you know, I want to start with something powerful, a powerful image of someone waking up covered in blood and saying, okay, I'm going to tell you what happened. You have to trust me. And it kind of makes you wonder already, why is he saying that? Maybe, yeah. hopefully. Right. So, uh, and then, yeah, the story just kind of evolved from there. And I was so lucky to have some amazing actors. Um, you know, I went to school with, uh, with some of them and I met, uh, Ian in a, in an acting class actually, cause I am an actor. Um, and so, you know, even though I, I was kind of solo with, with, uh, everything tech wise, um, I had a great, uh, great group of actors and I think that really made everything just fantastic I could rely on them they were they were awesome you know everyone was so fun to work with well Ian is very engaging he's in a very engaging lead uh so it's very kind of you're you're, and he's very charming so even though he's an unreliable narrator you kind of you buy into him because he genuinely seems like a a really nice guy next door type thing where he's kind of like oh come on I want to follow this guy to the end and see what he's done even though it's a, a pretty foreboding opening image of him in a bathtub with blood on his hands but um that's that's really yeah. cool that you that you the the narration and the whole film came out of trying to tackle a sound issue that's really really cool because i love the way that's done and i i particularly love it in your film and in other films when the when the 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 characters voice other characters voices if that makes sense or they repeat their lines and things like that in their own voice so i thought it was very very clever and it's really really um engaging uh, and 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 kind of makes it all the more funnier because he's unreliable. But so yeah, did you, you? You did the whole thing on your own then? I know Ian has some experience shooting on his phone, but the um, did you do the entire thing on your own, or did you have a crew helping you? Or? Oh yeah, no, I had no crew. Um, at one point, I had another actor holding. Uh, so well, to be fair, Ian helped helped me with. Uh, it was my first time, so he was yeah. great at being like, oh let me help you check out, you know, some of the settings and this and that and kind of play with this. And, uh, you know, he'd take a look at something for me or we'd watch something back um, or he'd help me set up like a light or, you know, things like that. Yeah, so, yeah. 
so he definitely helped but he he was you know obviously starring in it so he, yeah, yeah you can't, he can't always be behind the camera um, exactly and, exactly and did you like in terms of because there's some cool technical stuff in it like like particularly i remember when that there's that running sequence where he's running down the hall and uh running down that tunnel oh yes wall, and he's being chased i mean that kind of looks cool it's very technical did you how did you shoot that did you just throw it on a gimbal and run or was that handheld or yeah oh i'm trying to remember if i was on the gimbal or handheld um i want to say i Ooh, I'm... <laughs> it's so funny i can't remember now i no, want to say the only reason I I, it was a gimbal the only reason mm-hmm. it stands out to me so much is because i remember thinking god that looks very polished it, it's very polished shaky motion if you know what i mean like it's not mm-hmm. like it's not like you know somebody took out their phone and was shooting for Instagram and ran and shook their hands. It, it looks very very polished. But plus, I I couldn't get over how how well it looked in such low light. Oh yeah, and Whoa. I think that's that's kind of what was so exciting was uh, I couldn't believe what the what the phone could do in low light. Um, it took a lot of uh, it took a lot of kind of finessing. Um, we I went to that spot ahead of time. We scoped that out. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, checked it and just played with settings um, ahead of time so that when we got there to shoot, I wouldn't, we wouldn't be trying to figure this out and, yeah, you know, yeah. possibly because we had to reshoot some other things because of lighting um, is things in the subway. Uh, so I, you know, I, of course, I'm learning all these instruments. So I'm like, OK, we need to show up and check this out. I was pretty confident we had some good settings that, I, you know, I had set up. So uh, I, but once once we got there, once you kind of. Play, once I played around with it a little bit and saw what it could do, I was pretty shocked. I was like, wow, there's not a lot of noise. Like I was really excited about that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that, that, that running shot, I loved that. We had to time that um, really uh, specifically because we had Adam was the, the, the thug who, um, mm. who, who was, you know, obviously turns into, to Vinny, but um he he's a chase you know he had to follow me i had to follow ian and i had to get i had to be at the right distance at the right time and then adam had to be right behind me so that when i turned he was grabbing right. him from behind yeah. so yeah. it was a fun shot it was so exciting when we got it i was like oh my gosh i think that was i think that was it right there you know it's always fun when you when you get the shot that you want and filming on a phone just lets you do all kinds of crazy things you know yeah. um, you're not running with heavy equipment yeah, you can get that. There's a lot more freedom to it. I just you didn't use any additional lights. You just used the lighting that was in that tunnel, yeah. For yeah, that. we did, except for when he's on the ground punching. Um, I I did this thing, and I actually do have a video of this because I thought it was so funny. Um, I I needed some more light on his face, so I brought tin foil and I brought a flashlight, and I had Adam <laughs> shine uh, shine a flashlight at the at at the foil to be, give a bounce essentially i didn't have yeah. a bounce and I, I needed that um and it worked really well and i, I thought that it was hilarious <laughs> and yeah. then um for, you mentioned the subway stuff so for the subway stuff did you just kind of because i know he's ian's coming up on it do you know what i was thinking right when i watched that i said ian's coming up an escalator and i thought mm-hmm. how many times did they ride to the top of the escalator run back down the stairs come back up the escalator run back like how many times did you have to oh yeah 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 because yeah. it's like it's a cool shot but if you weren't happy with it you'd have to go all the way back in the stairs turn around and come all the way back up again so were you it's just kind true, of yeah. running and gunning in the subway you were just out kind of grabbing shots and oh it... yeah yeah um i i love using the subway as a as a as a set because it's just it, it has interesting lighting the lighting is very uh dynamic i think um and it and uh it just has such a, I don't know, 
kind of a high quality feel to it. You know what I mean? Like it um, yeah. looks like you have a budget, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, use, uh, use the tools at your disposal. So it does exactly. look like, I mean, we don't have a subway here in Ireland, believe it or not, as shockingly as that is. Uh, oh, so, well, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're one of the well, weirdly one of the only countries that doesn't. We have a tram system, but not a subway. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's like it's free production value. Um, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, with its cool kind of strip lighting and stuff, so it always looks kind of cinematic. And there's these long kind of backgrounds and uh, sorry, empty kind of backgrounds behind characters, so it always looks kind of big and epic. Um, oh yeah, definitely. But did you find that kind of being able to run in, like if you had gone in there with your camera, it would have been a lot more difficult, I suppose to be setting up shots and and oh uh, yeah 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 definitely um i yeah absolutely and i mean people weren't really paying attention to us because we were so low-key because it was just a phone on a gimbal you know the most we had the gimbal and um but people uh, and the nice thing is people do crazy stuff all the time on the la metro so (laughs) so yeah what we were doing was very low-key compared to what i've seen on there i've seen crazy (laughs) stuff uh and so but yeah absolutely having the the phone it was uh made it so easy and no one was gonna you know run up and be it, first of all no one's watching so you don't have people in the background like getting in the way or looking or doing anything crazy yeah, like waving that. and stuff like that you don't have to because right. i i because i i do a lot of teaching and i remember recently we were doing an intro class to shooting on your phone mm-hmm. and there was a there were, they were shooting a movie outside and there was like Two people, I had two people walking in the street, and there was honestly about forty to fifty people just stopped and gathered around watching. And I was like, that must be a pain if you've got them in the background, you got a corner off streets and set yes. the cameras up in a specific way. So it must be nice to be able to run around the subway and shoot scenes and have nobody uh, bat an eyelid or, or draw any attention. Um, oh the rest, yeah. The rest of your sets and stuff like the office were these all places you sourced. Like oh yeah so i got i got lucky uh i i just try to pull my resources so for the office actually that's uh my husband's office um nice. yeah so nice. so um i i had shot something there before like a scene not with my it was like uh i can't remember what it was now but or we had tried to shoot there with a phone or i don't know but um it it that that project like it was just like a small thing and we didn't really end up using it so i was like do you think, cause it was like this whole thing, it's an insurance company. So it's like, they're, they're pretty particular about people yeah. coming in, uh, you know, Uninsured. they know the risks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. They know what it's like. So to have people coming in that, uh, that aren't part of the, the organization. So I was like, I was like, do you think they'll let us use it again? And, uh, they did. It was so nice of them. We got to go off hours. Um, and just, we tried to play around with it so it wasn't too obvious that it was dark outside. Um, it actually doesn't so, look that at all. Yeah, it actually, I would. Yeah. Think, I don't think that at all. Yeah, so that's really cool. So you're just in there at night shooting. That's great. Again, that's a good location. It adds a lot of kind of production value. Uh, plus, Definitely. you shot you shot a lot outdoors, which always kind of adds to it. Uh, so everything oh, yeah. kind of seems kind of bigger and brighter. And um, no, no, it's very, very cool. Um, and how did you find the whole, like, how did you find because you were saying you shot stuff not really on a phone. How did you find the whole process of kind of doing it on a phone? Was it a bit of a change of pace or was it something you adapted to pretty quickly? Um, well, to actually, so the, the camera that I have now, uh, that I have like a kind of a cinema camera and I got that after. So the, the phone oh, nice. was my first experience uh, doing any kind of like, you know, DP, DP work, uh, in cinematography. So that, that was, uh, I, I loved it. Um, it was a challenge because yeah. it was, it was new, but it was, I feel like the learning curve is so much easier on a phone. I, 
I, I got that camera so excited. Now I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, it's not, yeah. <laughs> I, well, there's yeah. so much more you have to do. The phone's so easy compared to that and gives great image still, you know? So. Yeah, it's more, that's one of the things we always talk about here is how accessible it is. Do you mean like, because if I put a camera in front of somebody, they might be like, Ugh, I have to do what? But but because the phone is more stripped down nuts and bolts, uh, you get, mm-hmm. a, especially if you start using apps like Filmic Pro and stuff like that, it gets you, it's a really accessible way to figure out about kind of aperture and exposure and stuff like that. And oh, without, yes. without having a, the daunting aspect of a camera and lenses and all that sort of stuff. And and, and I mean, I, I use cameras and stuff like that, but I'm still looking at tutorials from time to time trying to be like, what? Especially if someone oh, gives me yeah. a brand new camera, because I'm like, what? But like with my phone, I'm just way more comfortable. Um, and it's way easier to play around and test stuff out because your your options are a little bit more limited. Um, uh, so I tend to kind of think. But I mean, like case in point, I don't know. I, I, I Today I use, you know, Double Take. Have you seen Filmic Pro Double Take? Have you seen uh, yeah, I have. I have. Yeah. So today yeah, I used that for the first time in a, like without playing around, I used it for an actual job so i was working and i I wanted to use it so and it saved me normally something that would take me four hours took me two because normally oh wow shoot but i'd shoot multiple setups because i was shooting uh kind of interviews and i i you know i'd shoot a slider and then i'd come in for a close-up and i was able to do them simultaneously and oh that's amazing so it it saved me time so i couldn't get i couldn't get over how fast i had everything done and i had a rough edit in in, in the whole thing in, in maybe three hours but um i suppose i don't know i just like that kind of i like i'm a fan of speed um and i think oh, yeah. it's way more accessible to be able to pick this stuff up on your phone if if you want to go off and grab a camera afterwards it's a good base to start with but um i kind Definitely. of just stick to my phone but what were you doing then you said your experience with dp work what were you doing before uh felix like what was your what other kind of projects were you working on stuff like that uh, so I, uh, being an actor, I've done a lot of film as an actor, but, yeah. and, you know, theater and film. And, um, and so that's mostly what I've done. Uh, I haven't, um, there was, let's see, I, I, I like to edit too. So I, I threw together, um, I'm a martial artist. So like one oh, of our, nice. yeah, so thank you. So there's this, um, this thing that at the, at the dojo that they were kind of, uh, they want to make a little video to kind of sponsor. And so I, I threw it together. I shot on my phone uh you know cut it together and everyone loved it and I was like really like that's I mean I liked it but I was kind of surprised by the response that I got and I'm like that's cool I guess I kind of know what I'm doing you know um and so um I I did do a film I did I was involved with a film that was supposed to kind of be like my first time directing and uh we raised money for it and it turned out all right but it just I didn't have time to direct I because I was in it and I was with yeah, one other person and, and yeah 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 I was like I was acting in it so it's like I, I didn't get to really we I had a I had a really great DP and I pretty much had to we didn't have time for me to, to look back we had such a short amount of time to film I didn't have time to even look at the footage or set things up so it was like okay, uh, just shoot it, I guess, let's go, you know? So I don't really count that as a first time directing at all. So Felix really was my first time uh, directing. It was my first time doing anything cinematic as a, as a DP. Um, uh, You know, I did get to edit and I did get to color. I learned how to color. So that was exciting. Um, So uh, yeah, I, I, I liked that. I did everything, but I did not do things like music. I had someone awesome who, who yeah, did well, that I'd, score he's amazing <laughs> so that helps because you get that like I, my strengths would i like editing 
Uh, but mm -hmm. my strengths wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, my strengths wouldn't be grading or music. Uh, I like making music on my phone, but I use it for like the podcast, stuff like that. I would never try and score a, a movie. I've, I'd rather work with somebody um, because they're yeah. kind of cool and they, they always come back with something that looks and sounds deadly. But the um, mm -hmm. it's interesting you said about the martial arts because we had a, one of our guests on before was a guy called Kenny and, and he, he made a, a martial arts movie for the festival. Actually, it was really good. And it's just something that we don't see a lot of. And I really think if you were, if, I don't know if you'd ever want to make one, but the, it's something you don't see a lot of. And I really think that using your phone to make something involving martial arts would be really interesting because you could put the phone in places uh, and get shots that you wouldn't, I don't think you'd be able to get uh, as convincingly with a phone. Uh, is that something you'd ever mm. think about doing, Mar something with martial arts like yourself? Like I'm, I'm begging you, please. Yeah, this. well... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Actually, you're giving me a great idea. Um, I had, when I got the other camera, I started shooting. Um, I did start shooting at like a national, a karate uh, nationals camp. And uh, I just, it was such a pain. I mean, I think that camera I have is not, I mean, I'm sure if you're good with it, you can do yeah. amazing things. But for me, I had a hard time running gun shooting with that camera, like a really hard time, you know, trying to get I might have gotten some good shots, but I was like, yeah, I don't know. So now you're you're giving me a, you're planting a seed. I'm like, you know well, what? I could I'll, just do that with my phone. <laughs> I'll put another I'll put another seed in your head because this is this is what got me thinking about it. So Keanu Reeves, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Man of Tai Chi. Have you ever seen Man of Tai Chi? No, I haven't. Did you, you know it? Yes, I yeah, know about so, it. So it's Keanu. I think this is one movie he's ever directed. Keanu Reeves has ever directed Man of Tai Chi, and it's brilliant, right? It's oh, really, okay. really good, really really good. I need to see TV. it. It's really good. And I remember I had a podcast with him and he was real modest. I kept asking, would you ever direct? And he was like, oh, think about it. And I was in the background going, you did one. It's amazing. Talk about it. But uh, <laughs> so he, direct, he did Man of Tai Chi where he's the villain and it's a martial arts movie and it's really, really good. But before that, he had wanted to do a documentary about martial artists. And he was mm -hmm. trying to perfect. He was trying. I remember this specifically. He was trying to. He wouldn't do it unless he could perfect a camera that would allow him the idea is that he wanted to be able to go into martial arts sequences as in he wanted to be able to go straight into a fight almost as if to move around the movements if that makes sense so he wanted oh, to, be able okay. to go over and under and around it was something like that and in the end he abandoned the documentary if i remember correctly because he couldn't work out how to get the shots that he wanted for these martial arts sequences which were supposed to be like in and out and then i started thinking God, you could get those with a phone. You could go under somebody mm. and over somebody and around them. Um, That's very true. Uh, uh, with little bulk and little movement. So, I mean, I have always thought, oh, I'll meet a martial artist and, and this is an idea we'll do. But if you're already halfway there, you're already a filmmaker, you're already a martial artist, I would love to see something like that where somebody, you use the phone to get so kind of into, in and around the performers and the, and the fighters and, and, and be able to capture some really kind of, intense and great movement particularly if you were able to go i remember i'd choreographed something for a fight scene where you would people would lie on boards and go under them while they're fighting and up and around and you'd be able to hand the phone off to other people but i mean it's an idea and a lot of people don't so cool. do i just haven't seen a lot of action uh, particularly on a phone and i think it lends itself yeah. particularly your sequence where they're running down that corridor i think it lends itself to that level of motion and stuff like that so if you do ever do and keep me posted because i'd love to see something like that Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm lucky that I have a community that um, 
loves when I film them. So, uh, yeah. you know, so I, that's, no, I'm, uh, I'm glad you tell me that because that's definitely inspiring me. And, uh, I, I think I'm going to do that. I really, I think I'm cool. going to take that on. Yes. It would be cool to see because you can really do some inventive stuff that I have yet to see anyone really do. And I'm watching a lot of stuff. And I mean, like in the three years we've been running, we've only got one action film in and it was really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it took him a day to shoot. Um, and Kenny is Australian. He's also a filmmaker and he's also a martial artist. And he was able to come up with something that looked really great. He shot it in a dojo. He used anamorph glands and he used all these little five dollar lights that gave, you know, with the lens flare, it made it look really, really, really cool. Um, oh, but I just awesome. think. I just think it's something that I'd love to see. So if you if you have already got the martial arts chops, I would love to see it. If you're ever looking for a new project, let me know how that goes. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, um, what would you want to do next then? What's next on, uh, other than the amazing project I just pitched you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, what, I mean. What would you like oh, to do next? What's on the horizon yeah. for you? Even, even acting wise, what are you, what are you, are you working on anything or are you just going, would you like to do more directing? Um. <laughs> So I do have a couple things lined up, um, and one of them is um, one of them is working on like a, a it's it's a horror anthology with a, a group of people, and so we're kind of in the writing process right now, so that's exciting. Um, but more specifically to the phone, actually, I'm um, developing something right now with a good friend. Uh, and we're we're gonna shoot on the phone, so we're we're excited for that. And it's kind of a like a web series, actually. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and it's uh, again just the idea of using um, because I, I think sometimes when we're the technicality of filmmaking can kind of get in the way. Sometimes you know it's like when you don't have much of a crew or budget or this or that or you know there's all these things where it's like well if we had that so we're kind of going along the lines of uh, more of a loose style, almost mockumentary. And, um, cool. and I think that it, it would be so easy to, to kind of get that content going without hitting so many bumps. If, if we use the phone and do the, a specific style and just all these things that we thought of that would yeah. work, especially for a comedy. So, um, so we're excited for that. Yeah. We, we've started writing. Uh, we just actually met yesterday for a couple hours and brainstormed some more. Um, and so I already have some ideas of like shots and, and we're nice. getting pretty excited about it. So that's, that's next. And we're also going to be, um, we're, we're both, we're, we've both done filmmaking and we're actors. So uh, we're going to be in it and be kind of <laughs> doing both, you know, nice. uh, getting nice. to experiment with that. So I'm excited for that. That should be fun. That's one thing I meant to ask you is how do you find comedy? How do you find writing comedy? Oh, how, Oh yeah. How it is for me. Yeah. Like how, how do I do it? it? Because a lot of people don't, that's another thing, and that's one of the reasons Felix stood out so much, is, is a lot of people also don't do comedy, because um, comedy's hard. But I mean, a lot, yeah. of stuff, a lot of stuff that comes, that I, we see for the festival, tends to be quite heavy, um, mm-hmm. and it tends to be quite kind of morose a little bit. Um, uh, or, or, or as a message film, which is great, but, but comedy, and when you get a comedy, it's a, you can collectively use an audience, they, they really like that kind of, um that kind of break from from the rest yeah. of the programming so but comedy again is difficult so how do you find like approaching comedy do you just you don't mind or or is it something that you've always been kind of interested in and, and are a dab hand at oh yeah i mean um i don't know i guess um i yeah because i, I write a lot so yeah. um 
I uh, I have uh, I've actually been asked, oh, what do you what do you write? You know, I, I get yeah. that. that'll that's a common thing for writers and i'm like i i don't have an answer because i do both <laughs> i like yeah well, i like yeah, well, i like comedies so i don't know i guess it's something i just really i, I guess it's something that i love um uh, and for especially for like a dark comedy i loved that because it's i love playing with tone i think yeah. and i love taking people by surprise if i can you know um and uh i think it's 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 so fun. I think the, the, the fun thing about, like I say, a dark comedy is, um, is the question sometimes like, should I be laughing? <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes, yes, it's very light and it's funny and it's maybe leading to something dark and you don't know. But, but there's times where it's like, oh, wow. Um, wow. I almost feel bad for laughing at that. Cause that's kind of dark. Yeah. And I like that, like torn feeling of people, like a, an audience kind of having to question itself. I kind of like that. I think that, that makes it, it as an audience member, it makes me feel engaged if I have that going on. Uh, and, you know, I, I actually another kind of influence for Felix was um, like a kind of like a mentor of mine who's a writer uh, said something about a film where he was watching it and it's funny. And then at one moment, the character almost kind of does something to make you think, like what? Wow, were you really laughing at that? Because that was messed up, and that oh, kind of okay. sparked that darkness yeah. with the comedy that I had for Felix. I was like, I kind of want us to be, you know, the idea is whether it happened or not. That my my kind of idea is that it would be fun to have something that's so that we're laughing along with, and we're like, okay, yeah, okay, and then it just takes a turn, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you're like, Ooh. oh, oh, uh, that's not funny actually, yeah. <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm a monster so for conflicted. enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. That's no, because it's cool. Because I, I think I personally think comedy is tough. So fair play. I like I, I wrote one black comedy once, and I actually watched it two days ago. I found it on a, uh, I found it and watched it, and it was awful. Um, oh. but, and it was, it was actually, well, it made me laugh in part, but it, it was more down to the performance. The, the lead performer I had was really, really mm-hmm. good. Um, and it was funny because I cast him, and and, and nobody, he never got cast for comedies. Um, and I oh, cast okay. him. He really wanted to do something. He was always cast as like a hitman or a suave guy. And I cast him because he, he, there was something about his delivery that was quite funny. And he ended up kind of elevating the material. But it was a it was a it was a dark comedy. I was a, it was about it was based on a true story, but it was about someone who accidentally takes their own life through autoerotic asphyxiation. So it was supposed to be oh. a, a comedy with very dark tones. But in the yeah. end, I I changed it, and I don't know. It ended up being sort of a mess. But it's a mess that in, is 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 glued together by a very very funny performance uh, that elevates the material that I wrote because the material I wrote wasn't very good. Um, but anyway, I just I am always marvelled by people who attack comedy because it's it audiences love it, especially in the festivals. Audiences love it. You don't see a lot of it. Uh, and mm. you, you do well, and when you do it generally tends to not be very funny but in in your case it was very funny and the audiences really responded to it because it's got I'm that, so happy to know that fourth wall aspect to it that people really enjoy uh, and again coupled with uh, Ian's performance which is very relatable and he's very likable so it ends up uh-huh. being kind of a really really interesting and engaging experience um, so now I just marvel by people who attack comedy because uh, I would I would I would not try it again, but uh, oh. <laughs> I would try it once. Uh, I probably steer clear of it now. But um, cool. So you're working on a web series, and that's where you're going next. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, you uh, you will 
you will have to keep us posted on how that goes. Um, oh, and, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and if you do take on this action thing, um, please let me know because I'd be very, very interested in checking it out. And if you haven't seen Man of Tai Chi, please watch that because it's oh, really good. <laughs> I need to, yes. It's That's my homework for, right now. I got to watch that. Forgotten gem uh, that nobody uh. talked about when it came out. And it's really, really good. Uh, but anyway, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for uh, talking to me. Um, Absolutely. And enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much, Rob. I, I love this. Thank you okay. for having Thanks me. Thanks so much. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. That's it, guys. That's our chat with Bex. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I know I took a lot away from it, a lot of little nuggets of information, uh, particularly fired up about the idea of making a uh, martial arts film. Um, just to let you know that submissions for the festival for 2021 uh, are now open and they're already flying in the door. So you can submit your film or get cracking on making your film uh, and submit it on Film Freeway or through our website at um, www.dublinsmartphonefilmfestival.com or dubsmartff.com. Uh, and be sure to submit your film um, and get it in there quick uh, or take your time and make something brilliant and get it in you have till December 1st uh, to submit your film uh, in terms of upcoming classes we have a class on the 21st of the 3rd in Galway uh, in the town hall there at 10.30am if anyone is around you can get tickets for that on Eventbrite or again through our website at Dublin Smartphone Film Festival.com thanks so much for listening guys and happy shooting <laughs> <laughs>